And welcome to Pretty Lies and Ugly Truths, where you can either die with the lie or... The truth will set you free. And I am the Alex E. Miller, and that lovely voice of reason that you just heard was... Toya Vegan Mamiana. And as we always do here on Pretty Lies and Ugly Truths, we allow the guests to introduce themselves. So treat it like the first day of school, first day on the job, whatever we don't know, we need to know what we should know. Whenever you're ready, the floor is yours. Cool. Um, my name is Betty Dahl, and I'm an entrepreneur, I guess. I run a couple different businesses. I just be out here doing a bunch of different types of things. So. Right, right. Wherever the wind takes you. Really? Truly. Right. <laughs> That's the way to Honestly. go. Yeah. <laughs> it's best so not I, to fight against the current. Gotta yeah, go with it. <laughs> I go with it. That's what I learned. I'm like, I tried. I feel like I learned that young, too, because I'm like, I tried to do what other people were doing, and I'm like, this is just not nah, mine. It ain't working. It ain't for yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you on it. So out of all those different things that you do, you do a bunch of different things. What would you say, um, you know, because I've heard you mention before that, you know, sometimes it can be tough juggling things. You know, what is, you know, the first thing that you did, and what's the most recent thing that you've added? Um, I would say the first thing that I was really like known for was DJing. Um, okay. I've been DJing in Florida for like eight years. Okay. So that was like the first thing that really like introduced me to the whole culture and wanting to throw shows and host events and stuff like that. Let me turn this off. Um, and then most recently, uh, since quarantine and everything, I've how to figure a way to be productive and creative. So I started making jewelry and now that's kind of taking off, which is cool because I've never really been, never done anything really with my hands before. And I did it because I was truly bored. Like I was right. like, well, I'm gonna try wrapping crystals because I have so many. And right. they came out dope, dropped a little collection. Now people are hitting me up every day. Like when's the next collection? When can I get some? I'm like, damn, this is crazy. This is amazing. So that's what's I up. Guess. Sweet. Yeah, it's, I'm grateful because it's really hard to be a creative and not to have a creative outlet uh, because mm -hmm. of the quarantine. Mm -hmm. um, it was really hard for me because I never not like I, I didn't know what it was like to not be on stage or be performing or be in that way because I didn't realize how, how therapeutic it really was. And then when right. I you know I'm home and I can't do much, I was like, damn, like I need to figure out where to put all this energy because you know, live stream DJing is not the same as going somewhere live and like having the interaction with people. Right, right, right. So yeah. Yeah, dope, dope, dope. Yeah. So you said you got a lot of crystals. What is your like favorite one? What's your one like you like? Favorite crystal, <laughs> good question. So crazy, cause I literally don't even have my own necklace cause I was just in LA and everything that I had, I ended up giving away. Cause everyone's yeah. like, oh, no, that's dope. I'm just like, yeah, you can have it. Right. Um, but I, you know, it's like, I really love amethyst. Obviously that's like a very popular crystal. Yeah. Um, I love selenite. I keep selenite in my bed. I keep a lot of selenite around. It's like a very purifying. That's my favorite and amethyst is my crystal. Yeah. Like that's oh, okay. my. Okay, so you're an Aquarius. Actually, yeah, I got like my. Necklace. Period, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I usually have my crystals on my table, but they're in my room right now. So. Yes, I love it, yes honestly like it really does like hold energy you know so yeah. I have so many and through this process like I found so many more because now mm -hmm. I'm like hunting for like these one-of-one one crystals online to make jewelry right. with because you know I want it to be one-of-one one piece 
Yeah. Crazy. Like I actually have one. Hold on. I just ordered one from Australia and it's literally like, it was like a $40 piece, which is a lot for a little crystal, but I have to have it. Yeah. You know how that is though. Like, right. Oh yeah. No, that's definitely, I mean, yeah. I and it's, that it's like so four cool. weeks to get here and it feels it like it has a texture of like the ocean. So I'm like, I don't know where. What? Um, it's so crazy. I want to touch it so bad. Right? It's, like, <laughs> it's a very like different. Uh, I don't know. Like it tastes, it feels like coral reef. Yeah. That is, cr- I mean, that is so pretty. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. I love that one. That's dope. I might have to make it. You make, I, I had to girl. She hit me up for a custom. Are you making crystal like necklaces? Oh, it cut out. Yes. Um, I really wish I had, I have a site. I can send you the link, but they okay, all, yeah. yeah, I like did like a little collection and, um, yeah, they all sold out like in 45 minutes, which for me, I was what? like, shocked because i'm like but they they do look very like um i guess they don't look like most crystals that are wrapped you know like like, i glued a lot of like savorsky crystals to the crystal and oh that's dope they're cute i gotta get me one made from you like seriously i got you let me know i'll make you guys something cute for having me on the show for real um yeah i'm sorry i got so excited my bad (laughs) appreciate that yeah yeah so how you, so how she spoke on um the crystal that uh that she was uh into and you knew exactly what her sign was right yeah if you wouldn't mind just kind of break down a little bit of like what the crystals mean and you know there's so many yeah somebody's sign yeah. like why it may be important to have the the crystal that aligns with your sign and something mm, like that for people who yeah. might not necessarily be into that kind of simplified yeah. point. I mean, you know, I feel like it really just depends on the person because you could go mm-hmm. to a crystal store. There's so many crystals. And I mm-hmm. always say, you know, find something that really speaks to you. And like, it really, you might not even know why, but sometimes I think that's more fun to like grab something that speaks to you, write yeah. down the name of the crystal and then research and be like, wow, this is profound. Like maybe I didn't even know that I needed this energy. Right. Um, for me, like I need a lot of hematite, which is like, Kind of this shiny one right here yeah i have a whole one full of that just yes for, yeah it's so mm-hmm. good for grounding because i spend so much time just like in my mind and just like yes. and meditating yes. which is good like very grounding but sometimes it can be very like astral so i have yes. to be like the chills on my body right now are like hurting me i'm <laughs> <laughs> yes. like oh this is just speaking to my whole soul right now <laughs> So you don't necessarily have to get the crystals that are like a direct correlation with your sign. You could be somebody. Is is is, is, is the reason you're saying that because somebody have like multiple signs? Because like I had, I did my birth chart like years ago. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, I had misplaced it. So right before we got on, I was like, let me do it again. You know what I'm saying? So that way I already know, you know, what mine is uh, set like when we're talking to you. Because I feel like maybe it could be our rising sign, a moon sign that, you know, we might right. not align with that crystal. Right. Okay, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, ultimately, we're all a piece of every sign. I really feel like there's something in every sign that we can learn. That's how you, like, learn from people. And, mm. like, um, you know, like, they're, you know, I'm trying to think of a sign that has a bad rep. Scorpios have a bad rep. They do. But I personally have had, I have, have amazing Scorpio women friends. So I think it really yeah. just depends on, like, the person and maybe what you're meant to learn in this life. And, 
a lot of the time, the things that you really like seeing people and you're like, oh, I hate that about that person. That's a really big lesson for you to learn something about yourself. And, you know, and I feel mm. like with any crystal too, it's like, um, that's why I'm always when people like, if let's say I have, usually I have like five bracelets on each arm. And if someone really is like, wow, like I love that bracelet. In my mind, I'm like, this is for them. Like this has already done. Oh, like, for me, wow. You know? And so it's just an ever evolving, like revolving door of like, I'm constantly getting bracelets and, and, and they're never, you know, I've, I don't think I have not one bracelet that's lasting me a year because I'm always like gifting, but it's because they serve their purpose. And then, you yeah, 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 you're giving back as you take yeah. in, you're giving. Yeah. yeah, that's important. It's a, that's it's a very important lesson I learned just in general last two years, just like I used to think I had to hold on to stuff, yeah, know, people and friendships and situations and clothes and just so many things, thoughts, states of mind. And I really realized, you know, it's like I had to let a lot of that shit go because it doesn't serve me anymore. And exactly. when I like let go of those friendships and things that I thought like I had to hold on to to have these things, like I realized right. how much more free I became and how many more evolved blessings came because I'm changing. So the blessings right. changed. I was like, yo, like it really helped me just be more minimal because I was used to be one of those people with like crazy thousands of pictures everywhere on the walls and like crazy ass closet and hella shoes and jewelry. Yeah. It was holding me down. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, it was awesome just to get to like, like talk to someone that's actually in that state of mind and like just knowing self you know what i mean because yes. there's just it, a lot of us are just out here like not at all some of us don't even get to know ourselves at all our whole lifetime and I, it's, it's really awesome i noticed like when people call to the radio station right when i was when i was small i remember my grandmama taking me and my cousin james into like school and we always hear somebody calling the psychic lady on the radio and they always asking about like love and money right so would you say when it comes to like relationships whether it be from like romantic type relationships or business relationships would you say somebody's sign can that play a part in a uh, compatibility when it comes to who you do business with or who you you know love and stuff like that um you know personally <laughs> i say no but you know astro like astrology twitter would attack me right now Is it so yeah, you're saying astrology twitter will come for you if you were yes, to say that it will not you. affect your business um, or your love life and stuff like that some people might say that, but it really, like, I, I, but, you know, I don't know, because there are signs that I, there, you know, that I find myself not getting the best along with, that I'm like, oh. okay, so, yeah. you know, it's really about communication and the people and, like, like, you know, environment, like, this person might have came up a whole different way than you, and that's why y'all have different communications, but then you can yeah. also be, they're a Scorpio, we don't get along. You know what I got out of that? I think people leave out of the equation when there's, yeah, astrology means, like, a lot, almost everything, but so does genetics. Yes. And people leave that out of the equation that they might just be like their mama and daddy. Let's be like, we just not, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like you got to mix the two because we're made of both. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it has to be an equal, like, you got to take that with that. Yes. So, because I know people that are my sign, they're nothing like me. I don't even know an Aquarius woman like me, actually. I haven't met one yet. Aquarius, so, Aquarius women are my favorite sign. Like, I have a thing with four Aquarius women. I love them. Thank like, you. <laughs> they're, I always just click. Like, I'm a Leo, so we just, like, get each other. Because Aquarius oh, and Leos are just... 
I literally have a show on here and I said, I never can get rid of a Leo. I've been saying that for like 15, 16 years. I yes. can't get rid of a Leo. They, I, There's they, something between them two, the two. Like, what is that? Guys, girls, the friends, whatever, I, I won't get, they're not going nowhere. No. They'll come back for me and everything. Yes. <laughs> so literally, literally. <laughs> I feel that on a spiritual level. Like I have so yeah. many women who I know will be in my life till the end. Like, and probably I have shared past lives with, like it'd be that. Deep. Yes, like, yes. Yeah. They just get it. Y'all just get it. Like you got, and I think sometimes the sign, like the more I've thought about it and meditated on it, sometimes I feel like the sign you come into in this life and like why like astrology is even relevant. It can be even karmic past life stuff. Like maybe for sure. you, know, you came into this life to, you know, for whatever reason, for whatever sign, you know, I'm like, yeah. I always think cause I'm like, it has to mean something. And I've, uh, ever since I was a kid, I've believed in astrology. Like, right. I was like eight years old, and one of the first books I found in the bookstore was a book on palm reading and astrology. And I begged right. my mom to buy it for me. I was like, Mom, please, like, this right. is all I care about. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> I need this book. And I'm like, we're in the car on a road trip, and I'm like telling everybody their sign. I'm like eight years old, like probably like really just learning how yeah. to read. Like, and you're this way because you were born. And you're <laughs> oh, this you know right right you were born here so my family is like religious so they're like okay so so with you um okay you speaking on you doing the crystals and you're making jewelry and stuff like that and you do me and you've done music and you do music where is it where like you know you just really finding your purpose like when you really can just be free, like where do you find that more what you're doing now? Do you find that in the music? Like, where do you find that the most in where I'm free? You're the freest. That's a very good question. And I feel like also during quarantine, because we all did so much reflection, mm-hmm. reflected a lot. I just was reading and thinking. Um, and I felt like it really for me is all about my intention, which I'm coming into mm-hmm. whatever I'm doing. And I realized my purpose, my intention is really to help and heal and make people feel something. So it's like in DJing, Mm. it's like, I'll be DJing and everybody's dancing. I've never DJed something where people are just standing around because I'm in the intention, like, I'm going to go into this gig and we're going to have fun and we're going to down and play funk and play rap and play throwback and play everything. Like, there's, I never have a boundary, no matter what the venue, like, that's what I tell people when they hire me. I'm going to do me. And that's yeah. That. So if you're looking for me to play this or play that. Do that? Mm-mm. It's not. like And, and people, you know, because of the intention. You can't share your energy like that. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because then I feel like I'm selling out. Then I'm like, I'm not living in purpose if I'm here just playing, you know, back to back to back Drake and stuff that like, because it's right. a club thing, you know? Right, I'm like, right. Yeah, sure. Drake is good. But it's not everything, you know, or playing songs that degrades lifestyles or degrades women. Right. How like, you say, you know the vibe. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and it's going to come through all kind of all kind of music. Yes, exactly. And it's like, so. I love that when people hear something that they never listen to and you hear it hit them and they're like, damn, mm-hmm. like, not even their genre. Mm-hmm. But you see it, you, if that's the healing moment and with that the jewelry is. too it's, it's the same you know it's like yeah honestly like I'm very spiritual and very tapped in I spend a lot of time meditating and writing mm-hmm. and reading and you know I really feel like spirit um 
works through me. Like I'm a vehicle, right? My body's a vehicle, but like I'm, you know, connected to something higher than me. And so with the jewelry, I was like, damn, how can I bring a piece of me to these people who are home now alone, going through their own demons and thoughts that maybe right. they're not as strong as some of us are, you know, yes. it got very like dark and confusing over quarantine for a little bit, but very like, you know, the government can't trust them, can't trust the police, can't trust nobody, can't, you know, and, and we're really trying to figure out like, what is next? What is happening? At the end of the day, it's like, we really got to be good with self. And me realizing that, I, I think was that's like, what it taught us. Like, yes, yeah, yes. When we all realize as one, oh, we can't trust anything. That was the, I feel like that was like the biggest meaning, like the biggest teaching of all of us to learn that, oh, it's self. It's yes, something. literally. And I think in, in everybody's own way, and I, we've had several shows and talked to several different people, everybody in their own way went through something huge in this this quarantine and and it was a universal situation you know what I mean so because people like came out on top with their businesses they found new things you know like you said you found new things like so and I hear it constantly so it you just understand like this was something for us as whoever we are as whatever beings humans whatever was to kind of like figure out and go on a different wave because you can only do something that's not of like of what we are for so long before right. it like destructs itself. You know what I mean? Literally. And yes. let it, so we can rebuild again on our purpose, you know? And I just believe yes. in that. Yeah. Yeah. I really, that's so well said. That's to the T. Exactly. Yeah. And now it's like the last quarter of the year. Like, let's go. Yeah. Like last four months. Like what's going to happen? Like we've right. all been charging up and I really like, psychically like the universe has just been like oh yeah like people are about to just really release creatively and yes you know like really I feel like really built some character and some strength of self you know and and faith sure. I really feel like realizing you can't trust the people you thought you could trust made people tap in more to their spirituality like damn maybe I should tap in you know mm. yes yeah it's it's, it, for, it forced you to look yes nowhere else but in that mirror because you because yeah. you you, you know what I'm saying? You, so we couldn't go nowhere. Right. <laughs> 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 we were stuck in the house. Shit. You had no choice but look at yourself after the goddamn two weeks. You're like, right. damn. <laughs> I, I know uh, one time I seen, Betty, you, you spoke of you like to help others by producing and writing. Uh, kind of like Pharrell. It's contrary to being like in front of the camera. But then you spoke That's on dope. like the Betty doll identity. And you you spoke about how you want people to feel stimulated, and when they see you on stage, you want them to feel something because not just what they're hearing, but what they're seeing from like the wigs to the boots, uh, the outfits, everything. The plat, you know, you even wear the platform stuff. But yeah, like, yeah, and you even spoke of like public speaking. You know what I'm saying? So I'm wondering, like, where does where where does that feeling come from? Where you're torn or conflicted about the spotlight being on you? Because it seems like at sometimes you want the spotlight on you and at other times you want to step away from it you know what I'm saying like very interesting you observe that because that's mm-hmm. something I've been battling too because I feel like I used to be very like spotlight mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm older I'm 29 you know I've really been out here in the <laughs> she's like I'm I'm for no, she's, <laughs> no. she's talking like she's like I'm 50 at this that's point. how I feel I'm like <laughs> I'm 
like, I need wigs on. My hair is too long to even, like, like I tried and I'm like, I'm hot. I'm like, what happened to me? Right. You know? It's so funny. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, I really, I, I don't even know really what happened. I just feel like I'm, sometimes I, I, I just, I don't know. I've been super internal the last, like, you know, I'll say like, I'll say last year, I'll say like a year and a half. I went to Hawaii and then after Hawaii, I really came back a changed person. Mm. Um, I feel like I had a spiritual rebirth there. I had like a lot of things that were wow. happening that I was just like, what's happening to me and like you know a lot of the projects that I was really like all in like trap bone and stuff like kind of slowly just started to end and that's just life things they happen and and then they end and then I really started to see like the beauty in being like a part of something but not the light not not the camera being on me and I almost that more because it's cool to see other people kind of just thriving off of something you help them with. And you don't have to be like, I did that, but you know, cause they're doing it. You're just helping them. And yeah. I like that. Ah, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It's kind of like, you know, instead of being the vehicle, you know what I'm saying? You can be the gas station. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's when we learn how to get rid of the ego. Period. When, when that becomes our lesson. And yeah. we're, and we can't, and we like learn how to be a, a, a being without that. That's what that comes from. So you just reached a whole new level. That's all it was. You know what I mean? Yes. Of your higher self. And you're like, I don't need, like, my purpose doesn't have to, it's going to be seen through people. Like you said, how you came on and you're so concerned with bringing it through people and recycling things through people, people don't even care to do that. They're like, oh, you don't know? Mm." You know what I mean? Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it's like, um... I used to teach these workshops for free in Tampa, like for DJ for girls or guys could come, but it was really for girls. Like, Hey, if you want to learn how to DJ, come to this workshop, I will teach you and show you everything I use for free because knowledge belongs to no one. Like if we keep knowledge to ourselves, think about what you're, we're putting out into the universe to teach us. If we're like, well, if you teach me, I'm only going to keep it to myself, but I share it. It's there's that recycled energy again. Like the universe just keeps watering you with more, knowledge and more inspiration and wisdom and books like their knowledge comes in so many forms and yeah like why are you teaching everybody your tricks i'm like bro because (laughs) because look at everybody who's not you know and think about these girls who like they're gonna do it their own way i'm not gonna go dj their gig for them they're gonna learn whatever but then they're gonna go do it their own way like it's it's there it's it's they're curious it's part of their path too and who am i to I'd rather be the one that helped than the one that hated, you know, and in all circumstances, because yeah. it's, yeah. it's literally toxic. Guys, that definitely feels better. I don't know about everybody else. Yeah, I think sometimes. I think sometimes. That's with me with the with the telling people your secrets. I have friends who have called me personally, like, right, Betty, you're tripping. I'm like, I'm not tripping, bro. They're like, what if they, you know, what if they're better than you? And I'm like, who cares, bro? For like, one, that's weird oh, because man. you got to think about it, like for one if it's for one if it's for me i'm gonna be the best at it let's put it that way so it doesn't matter who i share this with you know what i'm saying i had a girl that actually this this is just a little like a little shallow example girls always hit me up like what color you did your hair i tell them to dye like i don't give a fuck hey this is what i use and they come back and i've had a couple girls like i can't get it that color what happened I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm, it was I meant to be that color on you. That's just right. So, right. It's just so basic of an example of what's for you is going to be, that bitch going to shine. And if it ain't you, it was due to give to someone else. 
Because your shit, from when you're, you'll receive what's supposed to come for you anyways when you have an open you mind like that. I, I used to do nails before I found myself. And I had a lady today. She's like, you don't do nails? How did I'm like, that's not me. That's not me. I just realized it wasn't me. You know what I mean? And I helped girls out. I owned my own nail salon at one point. And I have it. Y'all can have, I'm not, I'm not in competition with anybody. That's not me. I don't do that. I've never been competitive at all. And I nah. think that's really like what, it has hindered me in some ways because sometimes I'll just pull back because I'm not going to compete. Yeah, like nope. I always, like on a mushroom trip, long time ago, like a voice in my head was like, if you try to be better than anything or anyone, that's a low frequency. It's like, there's yes. the analogy to be better than, better than, or just to be great. And our words are so powerful. It's like, yeah. do I want to be better than, or do I want to be great? I want to be great. You know, it's Ooh. Alexander the great, not Alex, Alexander the better than. Better than. <laughs> you know, like what? I like, like that. I like that. <laughs> It's, um, I said words are just very powerful, and that's something I learned over quarantine, too, mm -hmm. is sound is so important. What we say and how we say it and where it stems from when we say it, it's like, it made me slow down. And my, mm -hmm. I have a healer who I go to and get readings from, and she's really helped me work through some, like, old trauma. And she was like, during my birthday reading, she's like, you know, it's strange. Like, you really haven't said as much as you said in the past online, even though it's been a very active time after quarantine she's like I feel like you kind of caged up a little bit and um you need to undo that in the fall and I was like you know like I had to really reflect on what was happening for real for me instead of get out everybody's online having an opinion and I had to really come yeah. inside and understand what was happening because I was reading this book about what we say and how important it is and the spells we cast every day just by speaking wow. unconsciously yeah that's why I call it a spelling bee because words are like spells yeah, yeah, they are. They really are, you know. Yeah. You spoke about what you went through. Um, I seen before you, you said that at one point you were kind of mad at the universe and God when you had lost your father at 10. Oh, yes. That yeah, it like changed you. Then 14, you were sent off to a program like Georgia to Montana. How did you, did I write this somewhere? Or did I talk about it? <laughs> She's like, wait. I feel like when you go, when Narvar comes out of nowhere and starts knowing all about your life and you're like, Narvar. Right. Like, <laughs> is this a Men in Black? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, you know, I probably talked about it one day for sure, but it's yeah, you did, you did. Yeah, I actually, I, like, I really, I take the time to go do the research. Yeah, that's I mean, what he does. He's yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like like if I'm talking to somebody, sometimes I get exhausted if I feel like, man, I already talked about this. So I like, you know, I take pride when I'm talking to somebody. I want to make sure they're not necessarily regurgitating themselves. Wow, I love that. You're that's why we work good as a duo. Yeah, yeah. Who have ever interviewed me who know things about me because usually they just be like so who are you <laughs> and i'm like okay <laughs> this is awkward <laughs> right i'm like i just be out here i really don't know <laughs> i, just I really don't know <laughs> now that you ask <laughs> i'm sorry but yeah i'm sorry go ahead i'm sorry I'm yeah but with that with you know I mean, cause that's like, I lost my pops two years ago. And as recent okay. as like a week and a half ago, I had like a, like a nightmare where I'm like in my grown man body, you know what I'm saying? Like calling out for my pops and he ain't responding. Cause it's like, he ain't animal. You know what I'm saying? So with you going through that at like 10, then the next four years, you know, you had, you know, cause you, you had your moment, you mad at God and you go, you get set off to the program in Montana. And then you have a motto that you were saying, you go by now with like the new choices, give you new results. 
when you yeah. say you got you know you got to feel shit, you got to go through shit to put the work in. If you wouldn't mind, just speak about those moments going through that and the changes, like you know the the Emmy before ten, the Emmy between ten and fifteen, and the Emmy now. If you wouldn't mind, just kind of take us through that. Um, well, yeah, I feel like you know I've had a really just strange, not strange, but I have a very different life, you know, from a lot of my peers. I like always had a very like just different life and I feel like I was adopted at birth so I've never met my birth parents which kind of just makes you different from everybody else unless you meet other kids who are adopted because like everyone Mm -hmm. looks like their parents I look nothing like my parents who adopted me so that always created a very strange relationship between me and my parents but my dad really always treated me like if I was his own my mom had her own things really going on she was just working a lot and just not you know different type of person so when my dad passed it really like shook me for sure Mm, um but yeah it was it was a lot because i was Mm. 10 and i had a dream the night before he passed i had a dream and a fish came to me in my dream and told me a fish Mm. literally telepathically told me when you wake up you know your dad passed in the night and i was 10 so i was like in my dream like what and then i woke up and it had happened so although it was very like devastating it was kind of also my first experience as a spiritual experience because I was like well, that was very different you know that's this is 2001 you know people aren't really talking about psychic shit at all like right. now like, yes. kids yes. know about crystals and yeah. chakras yeah. and stuff but it was very you know I was like okay that was strange and then um like you said very like mad at the universe I claimed myself as like atheist I was like I believe in nothing I was like 11 years old telling people that because wow. I, you know because I went to a religious school so I was like you okay know, this shit is fake yeah you know? and I you know just growing up in Florida like I feel like your life can always go so many different directions and you can really get mixed around with bad people and I really tell just, me about it you know I just, I just moved away three years ago it was the best okay. thing I could have ever done in my life yeah I was in a really like cycle of like what the hell because Florida just I just feel like it just doesn't have any like positive outlet for you you know what I mean like especially if you weren't raised in like the rich part on the beach somewhere or something you know what I'm saying like it it is it's hard down there that's and I have four daughters so it was very important to move them from there so they didn't have to do those um you know have that same cycle as me strange thing yeah it's it's very strange and I felt like being around those people, I was finding family in those people because in my mind, I'm like, oh, these people are riding for me. You know, their families are cooking for me. My family wasn't really the family where you eat at the table together. Like we were just all, I was just spent a lot of time alone, mm-hmm. um, which I got in a lot of trouble and then I got sent away. Yeah. And getting sent away was just like another thing where I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, you know, they come in the middle of the night and you don't know they're coming. They wake you up at two o'clock in the morning. They say, hey, you have to come with us. And I'm like, it's the first day of summer, like, fuck you. And they're like, no, no, for real, you got to go. You got to go. And you're in our custody. And I was like, oh, my God, like, life just gets so real. And before you know it, it's like you're on a plane. And then I went to one program for 10 weeks, which was like in the middle of a forest. And you go backpacking and hell no. Yeah, you live outside for 10 weeks, like in the country, in Georgia. Like it was. And then my mom was like, you still can't come home. My mom at the time was like dating my stepdad who was like hella evil as well and 
yeah he just you know mm-hmm. he was really in her ear like oh you know send her away send her mm-hmm. away send her away because he was low-key an abuser so when i got older and learned about abusers and like your abusers separate you from everyone that yes. loves you so they can yes. take children and all they can yeah they did and he did yeah. and he got in my mom's brain and i went to the program in montana but it was crazy because all those ex- in that experience, I had a more spiritual experiences. I had a, an experience where literally I heard a voice in my head tell me to move my tent in the middle of the night. I'd already made my tent flattest ground I could find, whatever. Right before I fall asleep, a voice is like, move your tent. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, in my head, I'm like, no, like I'm already in my sleeping bag. Right. <laughs> voice, right? I'm I like, don't feel I'm like doing that. He's like move your tent move your tent so I was like all right whatever and like I feel, even feel like the force that moved it wasn't even me because I can you know and as a kid you're lazy you're like shut up you know like I don't want to do this <laughs> move my tent come to find out middle of the night a tree got struck by lightning and the tree that got struck by lightning was the tree that my tent was on before and the tree had fallen right where my tent was all my life on my life. I got my chill. The chills hurt. <laughs> and that was another that whole day. I sat in silence. I didn't even. I didn't. Oh even yeah. Know what to say or what to think. I had just turned fifteen. Like Especially I was not, experiencing that uh, as a kid. It's like in the middle of a forest. I'm on? like, what the hell is happening? Like I'm like, you know, like I need. And it was hard because there was not really anyone you could talk to about this type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, exactly. It was hard. It was. It, and then Nobody you know, identify with it either. Yeah, you don't even know how to explain what's happening. And uh, it was, you know, and then I went to the other program and I was very defiant, was in trouble until I finally like got it. You know, I was just, I hated being told what to do. I just always hated that my whole life. Like, yeah, I do like I didn't. Yeah, I just knew what I, I didn't know what I wanted. Was it one of those things where you're like almost smarter than the adults? Because I went through that. that way, but I could it be. It went through that. Yeah. Like, I was 14 with my own cell phone, cell phone plan. Like, I had finessed, like, mentally, <laughs> like, sign me over a phone that I, like, you know, like, I was like, very I smart. <laughs> my mom, like, took my cell phone away, and then when she sent me away and found my other phone, she's just like, something's wrong with you. Like, right. <laughs> no telling me no. And I feel like, you know, in a way, maybe it was good I got sent away, because that untamed is very dangerous. Like, I could have been in un- in danger situations, you know, like, you know, growing up in Florida, like sure. stolen cars, you know, I've been in situations where people are breaking into houses and where, you know, like I was just there because these are my people, mm-hmm. but necessarily, you know, that's not my truth, obviously. But I was so easily influenced and so ready to just jump. So, yeah. so brave. Cause I hadn't really learned, like, I wasn't scared to lose anything, you know? Yeah, you probably you know, you know what you probably, I went you probably felt like you had nothing to lose exactly, and that yeah. way I was just like, whatever. And, um, you know, that was like a thing until like until like after my 18th birthday because you know, my mom passed when I was 17, and so that was another hit after the, the program. And I was just like, what's happening? Like, mm-hmm. what is happening? What is actually happening? Because I don't understand. And then my stepdad's like, yeah, you, you got to figure out something. And then I was just out in the world, 17. After going through all this stuff, no parents, no friends. I was no ready to go. Yeah. yeah. 17, ready to go. Like, all, all right, right, let me go. Let me go. Let me figure this shit out. Because, right. Because no one can tell me. And I had to learn yeah. a lot of hard lessons. Like, I had, I, I've learned a lot of fucking stuff that no one could tell me, even though part of me in the moment wished that I would have listened. But I just had to learn those lessons so I could yeah. become, you know? 
Yeah. You had to go. It's something I feel like that'd be that's like God taking us on the scenic route. It's something it's something you gotta see. Wow, I love Cause that. Cause he it's like it's like cause you about to he about to take you somewhere and it's like you gotta know why it don't make sense to double back. Or yeah. it might be like, man, it's flashy, but there's a lot of fireworks going on, this, that, and the third, and you like, damn. Because when you, you think but back, you, if you done already been over there, you know, like, nah, it's that bullshit over there. Like what you learned today, if you think back, could I really had known that? Right then. You could, yeah, you're right. You nothing, nothing around you. Your, my mom wasn't telling me this. My dad, you know what I mean? Like it's right. so much. You can look back and be like, but there was nothing around that could have told me, right? What I know today. So yeah, it's exactly. like there's got to be a reason why I went through what I went through. Yeah. Has to be a reason. You know what I mean? Like, and what I appreciate is that I find myself like it's weird because I I don't. I, it's like I don't meet anybody my age anymore. I'm like old by myself. It's weird. But you know what? Because you're probably I, not that age. Because you really, you, the age that you are, like those numbers, it's like Prince. You know, like Prince, like my homeboys pick on me sometimes. My homeboy Rich always right. fucking with me. He'll be like, oh, it's your birthday. I know you don't celebrate it. Because I told him. Yeah, I don't celebrate Prince. mine either. It's like, look at Prince. Like when Prince say like, you know, we never, the time, the, the, the clock shit is kind of like an illusion. That shit ain't real. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole another rabbit hole we can go down. But that's, a, I, I believe right. a I lot do. of us are. You know, you even heard Betty speak on like past lives and things like that. Like, yeah. Oh, I, mm, I yeah. believe. Listen, I have Nefertiti on me for a reason. I don't tell everybody why, but because you know, there's I, a piece of hers and a piece of you because of something that resonates for sure. And it's so odd the way I connect to it. I can't even explain it in words. I just know what it feels like. But what I was saying was like, I just appreciate the fact that when I do meet people that are younger than me, I always just want to reassure them. Like if we're like vibing right now and I'm 35, like you're doing good. <laughs> you're, doing, <laughs> you're doing good. Cause I just yeah. got here. Okay. <laughs> hey, I mean, process, I'm just getting here the last three years where I'm finally realizing like, oh, okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Y'all probably the same that. age. Like and and like and that, and that <laughs> and whatever whatever like scalable. Yeah, but see, she a little older. I feel younger. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but then I'm in and everyone's like, "Man, you're like 19," and I'm like, "19." Like, if only I was this calm at 19. Like 19, I would not be sitting here just chilling. Like Hell 19, nah. I'm on top of a bar pouring shots in people's mouths. Definitely crazy. Definitely. You know, so I'm very grateful. Like I've really enjoyed the aging process, even though like. I'm only 29. I love it. Like, I love that I'm not as mean to myself in my head as I once was. I used to be way more cruel, way That's, more hard on myself. So, so hard. So hard. And now I'm just like, no, bro, you're doing your best. You know? Yeah, you finally give yourself that unconditional. Yes. It's that self-love shit. When you start tapping in that and you you start learning that, and it's That's like, oh my, God. oh, my Oh, my God. That was like the best thing that could ever happen to me. So I noticed you said that you had been adopted, Betty, and ironically... The last tweet, like right before we got on, that Yes Jules put up was asking. And because of that, do you speak to your fans? Talk to me. That's so funny. You know what I'm saying? And she put, she asked, like, any of you guys adopted? Do y'all speak speak to your bird pants or not? And I know you and her have a rapport. You know, to so have a dialogue, and you did like the 1 a.m. Uh, fest, I believe. Yeah. So is that like, like, how to? If you wouldn't mind just speaking on how you and her developed your relationship, because because she was adopted as well. Yeah. Um. We've done. You know, she. She put me on a lineup in 2016, which was a, a pretty big lineup in Tampa. Playboy Cardi was there. Rob Banks was there. It was very crazy. Uh, Shake performed. So 
she put me on the lineup. It was great. Um, and we just had some, she's, she, you know, her team has really like, her team really fucks with me. So mm -hmm. they're always like hitting me up. Um, I live in Miami now, so she lives here too. And we've actually like ran, ran to each other at the beach a couple times. But uh, yeah, we've talked a little bit about birth stuff before, but um, yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> we just, it's politics, I guess. We do a lot of business together and she's, you know, I really appreciate that she out of, you know, she's used her platform to help me out for sure. Yeah. And that's so funny because like how we were speaking on people with astrology and shit like that, like you and her do business together and it's like ironically y'all both kind of went through some of the same shit. Yeah, you know? true. That's, true. That's, it's yeah. very, it's, yeah, I feel, you know, me and Jules are very different people, I think, but I can see, I, I can already feel that just through the conversation. You guys yeah, are more different than people think you are, even with the comparisons it's like yeah, like yeah. We're, you know we're different people but you know like I really like respect Jules' journey and I, I respect that she um does you know use her platform to help I do think that's nice I feel like a lot you know she's really like showed up for um like like giving back and I really yeah. I, I respect when it comes that. down to business she's been able to like okay she's yeah she yeah. holds it down and, and I think she does try to give back you know and you know people have you know everybody's has times they put their foot in their mouth type shit right um so you know that's that on that but right, at yeah. the end of the day it's like actions also speak too so this person mm -hmm. has also you know fed the homeless it is what it is yeah it's like, you know whatever you know someone you just take what you get out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's it. And, and it's I, almost I, some bravery in that. It's, a, it's some bravery in, you know, speaking out loud and, and allowing yourself to be that vulnerable. Exactly. You know I'm, I'm a Kanye mm -hmm. fan, so. so oh, I, me too. I love Kanye. I would, Kanye needs a hug from me. <laughs> yeah. Kanye needs this healing. Dang, you know what? I can see that. I've I had dreams, that. which is really weird. Like, I've had dreams. Like, I had a really, really weird dream once. This is really random. But I had a dream once. It was so vivid that Kim called me and was like, I need you to come to the ranch. I need you to see Kanye. He hasn't smiled or laughed in months. And I, this is, and so I was older in the dream. And in the dream, when I pulled up to the ranch, Kanye was like an old man. So I must have been an older woman. Like, a, I was like a shaman. And mm -hmm. he had Parkinson's and he couldn't stop shaking. It was so weird, but it was Kanye as an old man. And I remember walking into the studio and I just held Kanye and I was just holding him in this dream and like filling him up with light. It was very, you know, I feel for Kanye. You know, I feel like they really MK ultra Kanye. So I really like empathize and yeah. I feel, I feel bad, you know? Yeah. It's, I really. Yeah. That's like, it's like watching <sighs> someone be trapped and so you can't sad. save them and you can't do anything for them like it's like what do you do you know what I mean like right it's not and that's the scary part about being powerful you have to be careful if you say too much like you just you have to be careful if you're an influencer my yeah my brother told that to me young because I would when I first did shrooms I like was like that it was like I was like 17 18 I made yeah. this video on YouTube <laughs> He's like, sis, uh, don't have them motherfuckers. Not Literally, my, brother's like, my brother's in the Navy. He's like, you can't be putting videos like that. On That's like my brother. He's in the military. And he, he just tells me, leave him out of all my mess. So, okay, cool. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Because <laughs> I'm a mess. So I, I speak my mind. So yeah, I'm going to just leave you out of it. That works because I'm not right. Gonna... But I do, though, to a certain extent, though. I, I can agree to that because, like, even me, I talk a lot. I, I And I've talked more since the quarantining and come out to who I am because I was very a loner, shy, awkward child. And so I finally like, okay, let me be me and start talking and da da da. And, but still I talk and I, I reach a lot of people, but I still talk in a way that like even this kind of conversation I can't have with everybody. I, I don't right, just no, and be true. like, so it's I almost charge like, my it gotta be a last code. night. I think, you know what I mean? Like I don't do thing. that. So, it's an old thing because I yeah. feel like a lot so of So I time, found a balance to reach where I can reach without having to just put all of what I do believe in and do in it. Yes. So, and, and it was weird how I do it because, I mean, even like if you ever like kind of it, it's just weird. Like I just I'll be able to connect, hit everybody and I don't got to even bring you in. But I, it's still a real part of me. Right. You know what I mean, so it's because people different. receive things differently. Everyone, yeah. like, they'll they'll receive it in their own way. And sometimes, yeah. if you're too, like, yeah. too much about it, it can scare people. And they'll like the yeah. light can be blinding. Someone said that in a we were having a spiritual Ooh, conversation. I never thought of it like that. And yeah. they were like, light can be blinding. And I was like, yo, you just blew my mind because it's true. When you come to full force, people oh just God. get overwhelmed, and you know their darkness could get overwhelmed and that's a defense mechanism. Mm. Like, so, hey. so this is me. This that's is me telling shit right you. There. I'm using my that. Boy MP, my boy MP, I'm telling you. And this is not in a dream. He need a hug from you because <laughs> he's like that. Like he'll be like some of the stuff that he like, he's the type that'll text me stuff sometimes. And I'm like, all right, I read it, delete it. Cause he, it'd be like too woke. And I'd be like, bro. And I'd be like, and I'll be telling him and I'll be like, hey, this is no And he'll be like, he'll be like, no, no, no. He'll be like, he'll be like, he'll be like, that's only to you. That's only to you. I'm only talking to you like that. I'm like, but then he'll be like, man, I don't get how people don't get this. I'm like, bro, because everybody isn't at that level that you are at. Everybody, yeah. You know like, what I'm saying? I got a cousin, I got a cousin, Cedrum. He's telling me when I was a kid, because I used to be like that sometimes. He used to be like, Alex, you gotta like, graduate these things. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, because when you graduate, you go to another level of understanding. So mm -hmm. if you try to give somebody too much at once, you know what I'm saying? Overload. They're going to fail. Yeah. You know I don't, you're not setting them up for success. When it comes down to like deeper stuff, like what we're talking about, me personally, because like when I, I appreciated you though, because I appreciate everybody in their own way. And when you came on, you're like, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to transfer this. And I'm the person that's like, if you're not already even in the vicinity of consciousness, I'm not going to wake you. I'm not going to be the one that, hey, can you wake up? Right. That's not me. That's not right. Me. Because I don't have time for you to reject me i don't have time for you to make it awkward i'm already awkward well the world has made it seem that this right. is awkward. so i don't got time for that because people are like i said there's people walking around that will never know who they are let alone who so it, it <laughs> do that all their life and go and pass on and go to the next life like that you know what i mean and that's yeah. why time especially and i keep like attracting because i that's why i just know where i'm at like even having this show it's because literally I'm, and I just had a good show even right before this too, like with someone, you start attracting those people, you know yeah. what I mean? Yes, and, and that's the law of attraction really true. It's, it's attracting the tribe. Yeah. That happened to me in LA the whole trip. Like I couldn't believe the people that I just ended up yes. being around. And I was yeah. like, and we were at, we were in the legendary place. We were at Shangri-La, which is like 
huge. I mean, anybody who, like Jesus was mixed there. I mean, this place is where people have been going to since the seventies in Malibu okay. to like mix and master Rick Rubin. It's his, his place. Okay. And so we ended up there because of just, just because, and I, yeah, I was like, you know, I was just in that room. Like this is the, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I'm having that, At that very moment. In that very moment, and then Rex just turns to me and he's like, you know, I feel like you really belong in these in these environments. And I'm like, this is a legend. And I'm like, yeah, like me too. Like it's just <laughs> like, um, and I'm in my mind, I'm just like, mind you, we partied all night. Like we got there like right. 35 in the morning. Then we were up there watching the sun come up, and I'm like, yo, I'm at Shangri La. Like, right. like, like, like legends have been sitting on this tree. Exactly. since the 70s That's and that crazy. was for me something that i had to like i gotta look that up i don't know anything about yes. that i need to on hulu there's a documentary about it it's called okay. law and it talks all about like rick rubin and like when rick rubin is very important to the culture you know yeah he, he, he pretty much one of the the founders this is yeah. why like these like, like with, Def, with Def jam like rick rubin like drew the logo you know what i'm saying like he was okay. he started he started it all. He's he's he's, like, he's influential to Run DMC. Like yeah. he 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 had his hands, you know, on on a lot of stuff that, that we grew see, up on. This is why like learning never ends. Yes, never ends. Never. As old as I, I'm old. I'm the oldest person in here, and I don't know. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I need, but that's some good information. I can't wait to it's like good. really. I'm going to look up that and on Hulu. The documentary is amazing. It's like yeah. four episodes. I think each episode's an hour, and it's about. Shangri-La and, and it talks about Rick Rubin too and it was so good I watched it twice and I cried I the first time you. because it was so inspiring like I this is what um this it's literally like a studio where people just come in and jam and they just make just real music from a real place and like oh I love it I, I when I get back into making music like whenever that time comes like I know I always will have that like I'm always going to be producing I'm always writing music even if I'm not putting out music i'm always mm -hmm. writing songs just just to because it's fun but i know like whenever i, I want that's the environment that i need to make music yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. the environment where it's like you can just do and there's no right or wrong way and it's not all digital you know there's instruments and sounds and wow you know it's oh. beautiful it's beautiful the documentary i'm like i'll watch it since the 70s i mean that yes. that place has to hold it's an so energy much. it's an energy yeah that has to hold so much like i'm energy. talking about like stevie oh. nicks was there stevie nicks that's crazy that's there's something about that place it's like it when I got there, I was, about it. I was like, my heart was just like vibrating. And uh, I was like, yo, and I was with my sister and she's younger. So she doesn't really, you know, Jen's like, I saw this on the Lady Gaga documentary. <laughs> I was like, oh, bigger than Lady Gaga. Like, this like, is damn Lady Gaga right now. <laughs> I know, I'm like, yes, Lady Gaga's been here, but damn, like, <laughs> so, you know, it's like, like, way deeper than that. <laughs> it's so deep. And I'm like, this is just yeah. like, it's yeah. that moment where you're like, just because too, I watched the documentary this time last year. And then that's just like the law of attraction. Like you I'm attracted to that. Yeah. In a weird way I did. Cause I'm always like, yo, Rick Rubin is my dad. Cause he's like, oh, definitely meditating yeah. the whole time. And I'm like, definitely. yo, like I feel you, you know, like Kid Cudi yes. be there. It's just like people who really inspire me like the real people who've inspired me, like real for real. Cause I never was a kid who had posters on their wall. Like I never idolized people. I was never that right. kid. I was always just like, ah, human is a human is a human. Like, I don't know, like 
But yeah. like Kenny Cuddy and MIA, those are the two people that like, I, I could say that two people really- You got an MIA tattoo, right? I do, I have her on my leg. And that was the weird thing is like, we end up in this studio with Rex Kudo, who is literally like her and him and I and I be chilling, like be chilling, yeah. chilling. And I'm like, this is the guy that's turning to me like, yeah, you know, like I feel like you really belong to me. And I know that shit was crazy. I'm I'm like, I don't even I don't know what to say, you know, I'm just like quiet because it's just yeah. like that full circle. And then we were talking about yeah. music and like, yeah, you know, like MIA is amazing because he, he brought up MIA somehow. And I was like, yeah, like she's so dope. Like between her and Kid Cudi, and he looked, he turned around. He's like, those are my two favorite artists. I was like, those are my two favorite artists. <laughs> and we were just like bonding. He's like, yeah, I'm about to get MIA and Cudi on a song. And I'm just like, if you do that, I will literally cry. Yeah. Like. But just the fact that it's happening yeah. so close, I'm like, yo, yeah. there's no boundaries, no limit. There's no limit. Yeah. There is no limit. No one is greater than you. No one is nothing. It's oh. just that we just are all just a part of something that's great, you know? Yeah. I know you I'm say, saying. like, with music, right? Because I do music as well. And a lot of times, I can be anywhere. And I run to, like, the nearest, like, bathroom or run to my car if I'm somewhere to just get the note in there because it's like, okay, it's in my head. Let me use my voice notes. So you yeah. spoke about how you'll be in the shower and it'll come to you. You just grab Literally. your phone and you like right there. So you say it go yeah. from melody, beat, mood, feelings, and words, right? If you wouldn't yeah. mind, speak on times where some, is it ever a time where the words or the feelings come to you first and you kind of do it that way? Yeah, I've wrote, I've written songs all types of ways. I mean, I will watch a movie and I'll just think about the, the character and then I'll just like write from the character's point of view. So I've written a lot of songs, just just the words first, or like the like the movie will inspire me, which will give me a feeling, and then I'll be like, damn, like I need to transform this this feeling. Like this movie just made me feel something yeah. that I never experienced personally, but I feel like I did just experience because I watched this movie. Right, right. Your music has an anthemic feel to it, so I can see that because we're like when I hear your music, I hear like that. It's like that, like somebody coming to the top of the mountain. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that scene. Like you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. like somebody about to come, like fuck some shit up. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? They not just like fierce. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They got like you know that bravado, that confidence with it too, though. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Like they, moment that you just been waiting for. Yeah. Right. Right. Like when you do you do you have uh, somebody that you would like to work with as far as like writing? Is there anyone that you be like, man, I know I could pin something for them based on you know what I'm saying the chords, the chord progressions. I hear like, man. I could really take their sound to another level. I feel like I have that thought all the time when I hear music. Yeah, but, you I know, it's like, you, I I was so like ignorant to the fact that like people didn't write their own music or their. I didn't really realize realize that until like recently, like last mm -hmm. couple of years, like that people aren't even doing their own melodies because I've always wrote, always did my melody, and I was just because I had to because I was yeah. just like I had to let it out, so that was it. And then, so when I learned that there are whole ass teams inside of studios telling artists what to do and how to do it, I was like, mm -hmm. this might be my calling because I'm all the time just thinking like, if I could I see- I didn't know y'all need me. Right? <laughs> 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 and I'm like, they're like, like, well, this is cool. Like, I, I don't even have to perform this song and like, I could still right. be a part of it, you know? Right. Like, that's cool. Cause you know, performing is a lot and I like it, but I didn't, I, I loved it in moments, but I mean, 
I like the way I see myself performing is not how I was performing. I like, I feel like I would need like a whole ass atmospheric stage and I could be sitting and really tapped in as opposed to, like running around and being out of breath. Like yeah, with nah. You just sitting there like, and you're almost, you got to watch me in my world. Yes. And that was something that I'm still cultivating, which is why I'm like, oh, music, you know, it'll come. You might still be. Yeah, you could definitely. Yeah. Because there's you gonna know be what? MIA dropped Paper Planes when she was 29. Paper Planes. That song was huge. And she huge. was my age. Huge. And she inspired me when I was, when she, before that. And she was probably like 25 when she made that other album. So yeah. I really realized age is like whatever because oh, it yeah, is state, you know, like. Nothing. It's about the vibration. It really you know is. Saying? Like I saw you say the only way you'll sign with a label, like you were saying, like they gotta come with maybe like three mil. Like I can't what, believe you found conversation. Because I know oh, I, would, I said that because I remember being like, nah, like I need like three mil because for me to sign my yeah. daddy all over to anybody because no, I know empire alone this is no, Betty Doll was I have people even telling me before like oh Betty Doll's not marketable when I first had the the thing mm. they're like what? this oh yes you should do this you should do that you shouldn't dress like this because I've been trippy like that's just been my aesthetic be trippy. Nah, that's, it's like be trippy. but now it's cool to be trippy like yeah, in 2009 it wasn't very you're cool. right you're right you're right you're right I didn't yeah. think about the timing that's you're right you're right now Everyone's like, microdose. And I'm like, yeah, like microdose. I went to LA and they had like these chocolate bars because, you know, I sell tea. I, I do mushroom tea for like, I've been doing it for like eight years, like low key. That's like, you know, everybody knows me as the shroom queen. Like, I've really been out here, you know, healing the masses. That's the same thing like ayahuasca. Or no, no, ayahuasca it's different, is right? very different. It's yeah, a, okay. Because uh, shrooms, you can just eat it, which most people, that's like how they ingest it. But I was like, I got to figure out how to make this work for me because shrooms was making, when I would eat it, it make my stomach upset. Hard so I started friend. making tea blends with the mushrooms in it. Okay. And, and yeah, my friend is begging me to do the ayahuasca thing with her. And I'm like, <laughs> girl, yes, but make sure there's a shaman. Make sure you're somewhere. You got to be in the yeah. right environment. Yeah, she's done all her research and all that stuff. It's just that like, we're because we're weird. We always say she's the witch, I'm the alien. And we just <laughs> I'm like, me being an alien, I'm like, mm. <laughs> yes, yeah, because girl, girl, I I've heard, I've heard, I haven't done it because I want to, I really want to do it like in South America on some like, that's where, yeah, yeah, like yeah. shaman, like if I'm purged, All that. I feel safe because like yeah. I've tripped a lot in life and that's the one thing is like, I'm going to trip the best if I'm in a safe environment. And ayahuasca is like mushroom on LSD, oh. on, you know, on everything. Like on, just go to a whole nother planet. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, it's nothing like the human experience. You know, yeah. you're like, am I human? You know, <laughs> did I leave my body? Did I die? Like real, I smoked DMT, which is like the sister of ayahuasca. That. Yeah. And I did it on accident. Cause if you would have told me that you, were she, you did it on accident. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, I feel like that's God's way of being like, no, you got some shit I need you to see. And tripping, I'm like, tripping oh, up at DMT, huh? Lord. <laughs> and I see that. 
can't unsee those truths. I was like, can't see that. <laughs> ooh, that's that. Ooh. Now, see, this is I hit it and I was like, that's not weed. I left my body. And the first thought I had, I was like, I died. Like, that's the only explanation. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm dead because I'm flying through space right now. I'm not a physical body, I'm a light being. Um, and you know, after that, it was traumatizing because it was an accident because I had accepted. Death. I guess so. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh, I died. I was like, you died. I was like, damn, I died. And it was so cool how, like, I feel like I got a glimpse. Like we really do just accept death. Like there's nothing scary or bad or whatever. Yeah. About death. death is just a word. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I accepted it so quickly. And I was like, on to the next, like I was just flying through space. And then when I came back is when it was oh, hold the fuck up. What just happened to me? Like, yeah, that's when you go to spazzing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, like, like, I need to go fuck? lay down. I need to go to sleep. Like, so how long were you? I'm sorry, I, like, I don't mean to get, but how long no, were you okay. out with that? Like, it felt like 20 minutes, but I guess it had only been like five, but like, it oh, felt really? like I was Damn, gone that's for it? a long time. Yeah, but it wow. was just quick. And I just, like, I mean, they call it blasting off. Like, sometimes you can yeah. smoke DMT and you won't blast. Um, but I, I had been drinking beer that night. Like I was just already kind of, yeah. I think I was, I wasn't thinking I'm smoking DMT. Sometimes people will overthink it. And if you have too much fear, DMT is like, you're not ready for this journey. Like you can't come into this building with fear. Like this is a, it's a, fear. It's a new dimension. And I'm very scary to everything. Like I don't even like taking Tylenol. So I'm the one that I know that like, don't do that if you're not ready for something like yeah, that. You know what I mean? And I, but the only thing with me, I'm that weird person that I don't remember my childhood, like, for real. I don't remember my teachers. I don't remember. I know, like, parts and vision right. and, like, picture of my childhood. And I don't tell everybody that. That's something that I just keep myself. But it, I, it's a real thing. I can't remember everything right. to save my life. It's just moments and or things that someone's told me I went through. So I'd be like, yeah, I did this when I was a kid. Okay, yeah. So my mom yeah. told me that or some yeah. shit like that, but I don't remember wow. a lot. And it happened, um, I think fifth grade. And that's when I lost, I, I don't, I just- Wow, so it happened early. Yeah, it happened early. And I, and I, and to this day, I just don't before middle school, I really don't remember too much. So it's really weird. But um, that's the only thing that ever like tempted me like, do I need to go back or is there a reason why I'm not remembering fully? I wish it was a way we could all like take that journey to see everything with yeah. us. Cause I think it'll, it'll explain so much about like now. Mm-hmm. I think a little bit I do remember though, it explains enough. So, <laughs> so I, it ain't like I don't remember nothing, you know what I'm saying? So I've been through enough where I'm like, you know, it was just fucked up. So, you know, right. really no need to going back. It's on the way. Hey, you can only go up from here. The work, if I see even details of what I already know, I'm good. Ah, yeah, probably that was best. That again. Yeah, that was best. Some somebody took my memory from me. See, but but yeah. the thing with with uh, Betty, the reason I like dove in so much beyond you just being a guest, I do music, and what I was gathering was like, damn, it's packaged already. So when you look at artist development, artist development now is probably different than it was back in the day because it's more than just the music; it's a whole package. So a lot of the uh, the albums that are coming out, they're bundled with different merch items. So you take from your your tea to right. your your crystals all this different mm-hmm. stuff all i see is okay you take all those products you take the visual experience when it comes to you just speaking about it that's a whole package and it's a bundle so it's like with the music comes this comes this comes this comes this yeah and i feel like somebody could present it that way and that's where somebody could get their roi off 
say like that three million or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because sonically, you have a crossover sound. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like sonically, and I hope you you know don't feel a way about me comparing to another act, but just sonically, it makes me think of a lot of what they're doing with Doja Cat right now. Like her sound mm -hmm. is anthemic. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn. I'm like, because I, I wasn't sure. As I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow. I don't know how far the music thing is and how much that's something that you would lock in with. But I'm telling you, it's a way for you to do that music thing and lock everything else in with it. It's, it's a total package. I think you could definitely yeah, do that. That would be, you know, amazing. I feel like I really just have to find something that's true to me. I love Doja Cat and I love women who sing about empowering themselves in that way. It's right. like what has been different for me and difficult in the industry because I've had people offer me contracts and stuff before. Um, but there's always this this nag because I'm like, I'm not going to be sexual for y'all. Like I'm sexual in a spiritual way, but it's really hard to be in the industry and, and, and be like, I'm not going to be over here showing my ass because that's just not me. Cause that's never been exactly. me. And that's exactly. been the conflict it's is not like, for everybody. it's not for everybody. And I, yeah. I love it. Like, you know, I would be in, you know, I have a lot of friends who are dancers. I'll be in the strip club chilling. Right. Like, those are places, environments where I'm comfortable, but not yeah. where I couldn't, I, it could never be me because of like, I'm uncomfortable in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's been like, I feel like if I could really find someone, you know, who was like, I really want it to be something spiritual, you know, like, well, we're just, you know, pushing something that's going to elevate people um, and elevate women and elevate children i feel like that's really my demographic is the younger kids mm -hmm. and maybe that's why it's really taken me a long time to really yeah in that way no, it'll work it'll work because they're still growing they're still yeah. growing things are still you be one of kids love trap phone like it's so weird like my yeah. friends will send me videos of their babies like knowing every word to like right you and Jordan oh, no, got a these, good chemistry these kids nowadays they're they're definitely like on the wave of the change yes and that's like really there's, there's kids nowadays that are like starting out being vegan and yes. like that you know what I mean? they, they already know vegan. yes meditating yeah. knowing what chakras are like yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. way man if, if i get if i get to if i get to that end before you don't be shocked if you get a call from me it's a lane because I see it. It's like it's like a dark web. It's, it's like dark dark web thing. music. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kids that will like they, they you got the type of sound and the, the lifestyle. You have kids wanting to fight other kids about, oh, you're not up on this. You don't understand this. And then what'll happen is they'll take so much pride in it. You be the one winning awards and going platinum, be like, how the fuck is she going platinum and winning these awards? I never seen the video. I never heard it on the radio. Well, because it's not meant to be there. But it's a whole yeah, other group of kids. Experience, you know. I, I see with you, yeah. Like I think, like you said, it's an experience, and we're just experience. We're here experiencing different things. But with you, I just kind of feel like that sense of your purpose is always going to be done. Like yes, yes. you don't have to no like what. Like I'm in the room, in. I'm walking in purpose. That's like yeah, I, is that that's where I see like it's not for me. It's yeah. not gonna matter because that's more of a worldly human thing you know what i mean yeah. like okay like, I yeah be, like, i do need on to the put line, like pharrell's calling me like yo get betty doll like I, I need her energy in the studio while we work on this album that's you know? your you, you've already done your work you're doing your work by like being it. there just by being there and like having an opinion and like being in that studio like um just being in the environments you're where like all my opinions respected. Your purpose from now to yeah. the rest of your time here you will be walking your purpose at every moment down to even this show Period. You know what I mean? What it is, like, I love that this shows. You're already a platinum, whatever. 
a platinum hey. being. We ain't gotta be platinum, platinum around here. You're okay? claiming it. First thing you said, you said I'm an entrepreneur, and that's that's Pharrell's latest single. So see, see. Oh, that's you true. You manifested it. You're true. That's Yo. true. No, he's Pharrell is just an inspiration, and I just oh, want to work. That. Like I want to do everything. Like I want no limit. Like I would be in movies too if only I could play the character that I am in real life. Like if I yeah. could be that like spiritual guru like friend in the movie in a movie like yeah. I, would, I would play that role too like in any way that I can transmute this energy yeah that's just my yeah, do it. Like said and it was so crazy I got this reading I got a past life reading which I never had one before this girl like my friend was like swearing on this girl she's like you have to have a reading with her so I got a reading it's like an Akasha reading and Akashic records are like the records of past present future like it gets deep Mm -hmm. so I did my reading with her and she knew nothing about me this woman does not have social media this is an old Puerto Rican woman like witch witch right. witch witch she don't right. know she be knowing because she don't know right right so she was like <laughs> you know she's laughing on the on the reading and she's like man she's like you just must be really good at everything you do yeah. and I was like well, what do you mean she's like well your guys are just telling me that you're an alchemist like you take energy and you transmute it even if you don't know you're doing it you being in the room transmutes the energy that's why i didn't mean to interrupt but i had to say my piece with you like no this girl is going to walk around every day all day doing what she's supposed to do you know what i mean and she changed my it's, it's crazy that you said that because she said that and when she said it it clicked for me and i needed that reading because yeah. i was in a place where you know like my boyfriend and I, my ex-wife, we just broke up this week and it was like, whatever, because I'm very Aquarius in a way I can be detached. I'm like, yeah. I've lost so much that I'm like, let's go. Like, if it's not for yeah, me, it's it, not for yeah, me. Yeah, because you're obviously in the way of something. So go ahead and move. And that's what was happening. <laughs> so like, I was in this weird place. Yes, because it was like this stagnant energy and she was trying to tell me it, yeah. but I didn't want hear it because she wasn't saying it directly yeah but then I came, and that reading was like three months ago and I still reflect on the things she says because it was like so powerful and yeah. and profound that she would even know those things because the type of reading it is it's literally like your guides are speaking through her to you so okay. she was telling me things that I wrote in my notebook that oh. nobody could know and she's like she'll just say a phrase and I'm just like my I was just crying oh like, yeah so that's me that's I'm me. just yeah, you feel like I'm not alone and I'm not crazy and I'm doing what I have to do because sometimes you're just like for me like going back to the time too where I, people were judging me people didn't understand what I was doing that's fine the wigs the crazy looks like all this shit that kind of is popular now which is dope people were kind of always like the fuck like you're on some weird shit I'm like this is just how I feel you know yeah. so there was a part where I really felt isolated and I felt uncool and I was like, I'm never going to, it got very like insecure. And then finally I realized like I'm on my own path and like, I might just be on my own. It might be a little bit ahead of the curve sometimes, you know, and I yeah. have to accept that my purpose is different because I would see people like blow up overnight and be so like bummed because I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm writing real music that I'm writing about real things and that it doesn't matter, but it's just the timing, you know? It's like that Kanye line, nigga, I'm having a nervous breakdown. Like, man, these niggas that much better than me. You know what I'm saying? Literally, or when Andre was like, I was under the impression that people were writing their own shit. And he was like, have I been working too hard? And I was like, yo, like, that's really how right. I feel because there are whole yeah. ass teams developing girls. Mm -hmm. And me, I'm like, I feel like a whole ass 
team in one person. You're good. You're good. Mm -hmm. Trust me. You're good. Yeah. The longer it takes to build it, the longer it takes for it to fall apart. My man, right, Tuck right. Taylor, shout out to him. Be the one. You know what? That's very true. Yeah. And that's like an overnight cash is overnight gone. Like, I really. Exactly. We thank you so much for your time, man. Like, like, this is, thank you. This is like a blessing. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you pretty much could be getting more rest. You know what I'm saying? Because I know you just came back from LA. Something we ask every guest to do on Pretty Lives of Ugly Truths is shout out the five people that um, have that impact on them. Because, you know, they say we are some of the five people that we are around to communicate with the most. So if you shout out those five people that, you know, play the biggest part in reflection of what we see from you. Okay. Oof. I got to really think about this one because I don't know. My friends are going to listen to this and be like, why are you going to shout me out? Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you got to go past five, you can. No. Um. Okay. Well, let's see. My first influence. You know, I really feel this is, I feel like definitely my friend, uh, my friends, my immediate friends, Kay, uh, Kay Potts, and then the Florida Witch and Millie, like those three girls really like are a huge piece of me just because like they really were good friends to me. And like, I knew what it was like to have good friends, mm. how to love and like really communicate with other women. And that changed my life Wow. because yeah. I was like, you know, real friends, like this is a real thing. Like there's no yes. professional shit, you know, and yes. my sister Genesis, these are just people who know how to love me. And I really realized that like, that really matters, you know? Yeah. It's everything. And, uh, yeah. Those, there's just so many, like all of my friends really like, like all my girlfriends, like they just developed me and they say that about me, but I'm like, yo, like, it's just that equal energy exchange. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be who I am without Tampa, you know, five, I'll just say Tampa in general as the whole city, because I really ride for the city. Like the city, yeah. like all the events, all the, artists like everybody in that city doing their own unique thing has inspired me in a way that like I couldn't I wouldn't be Betty Doll without that like I really wouldn't I really yeah. wouldn't. this is that uh, you're a product of your environment yeah and I was out in these streets right and, you know, I was out at these shows I was out at the club I was out you know everywhere I was just right. like and I love people you know um so yeah, I guess that's, that, that's what I'll say. That's right. Well, there's no, there's no such thing as a shameful plug. You can go ahead, um, any hashtag, at sign, website, whatever somebody need to look up to be able to invest and spend money with you and, and what you got to put out to the world, your information, go ahead and shout that out so that way people know how to get in contact with you. And okay, um, so Betty Doll, basically on Instagram, I feel like right now, I'm working on a Patreon because I know that's really the wave right now is like, how can I... Um, you know, really make a make Betty Doll a business and also inspire my friends to make themselves a business so we could all put money in each other's pot. So that's like my thing right, right now. So Betty Doll on Instagram, um, soon to be Betty Doll on Patreon. And uh, everything's just found through there for now. I had a website, but it was just too much work. So I said, fuck this. Like, it's just a lot. It's a lot. That's the one thing I'm like, I don't got time for this. Like, yeah. When you free like that, though, you like, man, listen. <laughs> literally I don't do what I feel like doing so literally, I need to be the creative like I don't want to do all this extra shit right <laughs> and that's all D-A-W-L for people D-A-W-L yes D-A-W-L <laughs> love you know?